Emma Constance. And I'm Lucinda. And together in our Kids Law podcast, we're going to take a look at the laws that affect children as we grow up. So what are we going to look at in this episode, Emma Constance? Well, when we discussed the age of criminal responsibility starting at 10 years old, Max Hill talked about the police investigating when people commit crimes. And I want to know more about the work the police do and how it affects children. That is such an interesting question. We have a police force to keep us and our property safe and to investigate crimes. The police system in our country has developed over about 200 years. And in the United Kingdom, there are now 45 police forces. I think it would be really helpful to talk to a very senior police officer, Dame Cressida Dick, who is the commissioner of the Metropolitan Police Service, which means that she is the head of the police force in London. And she has agreed to join us today to answer our questions. Cressida, welcome to our Kids Law podcast. We are so happy to have you here. Can you tell us more about police work and also how it affects children? Thank you very much, Alma Constance. I'm delighted to be here. And yes, I'm the head of of the police in London, and I love doing that job. It's a brilliant job. We have about 32,000 police officers in London, and that includes the people you will see in uniform around the streets, walking and in their cars and on their bikes and on their horses. And you'll also see detectives. We have lots of people who volunteer with us as well, in uniform and not, who are have perhaps another job and they come and work with us because they're interested in keeping our city safe. And we also have some cadets, teenagers, 5,000 of them across London who volunteer with, with the police. And as Lucinda has said, our job is to prevent crime, to protect people, to save lives. We answer people's calls for help. And if a crime happens, then we investigate it and try to bring people to justice. And of course, we see our job with children as incredibly important. We want to help children. We want to keep them safe. We want to protect them. And we also now have a a legal responsibility with others to make sure that children are kept safe. So we work with schools and people in health services collectively to make sure that whether you're at school, you're at home, you're outside on the street or you're at an event, you're kept safe. You'll see police vehicles sometimes going very fast around the streets with the blue lights. That is because somebody has asked us for their help, and that might be a child. And we will come as quickly um, as we reasonably can to come to help whoever it is and wherever they live. If somebody does commit a crime, then we will investigate that crime. And if it's a serious crime, for example, then we will bring together whatever evidence we can find relating to that case, and we present that evidence to the Crown Prosecution Service. And they decide who is prosecuted and who goes uh, to court. I know we're probably going to talk maybe about children getting involved in crime, but let me tell you, our first and most important responsibility is to prevent children from being uh, the victim of crime and to help look for children if they're lost or in other ways, look after, protect uh, and and safeguard children. We previously heard that it is rare for children to become involved in crime. And how do the police treat them? It is rare, I'm glad to say, but occasionally a child appears to have committed a crime or somebody else thinks that they have. 
And of course, we will go and talk to the person who says a crime has been committed and to the child who has perhaps committed a crime. And we'll keep a very open mind uh, about that. Frankly, many young people of all ages make mistakes. Many young people might be tempted or bullied into doing something which is um, against the law. And, and we will then speak to them about that. Or perhaps an older person has encouraged them to do that. And we take that very, very seriously and we'll always try to deal firmly with the older person. Occasionally, children will do something which is so very serious that they do need to be interviewed by the police formally and then perhaps they may need to be even arrested or charged. If that happens, then we would always ensure that the child has an adult with them, probably their parents, and also, of course, like everyone else, they're entitled to, to a solicitor. But if it's a more trivial matter, then very often the officer will simply pick up the phone to mum or dad and advise the child about, about their behaviour and explain to them why it was wrong and how to avoid getting into that uh, situation in the first place. And we have an important role to make sure that children do understand, together with others, what is potentially against the law. And we have police officers in schools who are primarily there to help children if you feel worried or want help, but also there to help people to understand what's against the law. How has the pandemic affected the work the police can do and have crimes gone up or down during the COVID lockdown? The pandemic has been so awful for everybody, I think, in different ways. And and some families have been particularly affected by the pandemic. And crimes have changed. Most of the crimes which happen outdoors have reduced hugely because there have been less people outside. And even the, the crime of burglary, which is where somebody might break into a house and try and steal something, those have reduced a lot as well, I think, because lots of people have been at home. So most crimes have reduced enormously. The area of crime which probably hasn't reduced so much is where people harm each other in within the home and, and where people seek to harm somebody else online. And so we've been putting a lot of effort uh, into um, those areas. What happened when he first arrested someone? Did he put them in handcuffs? Well, Alma Constance, it was an incredibly long time ago. I first arrested somebody in 1984 and I was on patrol by myself, which we always did in those days, on foot in, in Soho in London. And I came across somebody who was, who was breaking into an old-fashioned phone box, those red phone boxes that we used to have. And this person was using a screwdriver to, to break open the phone box to take the coins out. And because he was fighting so much, I shot him in the phone box and put my weight against the phone box. And some members of the public came to help me, which they often do, which is great, where it's safe to do so. And then some other colleagues came and, yes, I arrested him. And, yes, because he was, he was fighting rather a lot, he was placed into handcuffs. So not everybody would be, but we all carry handcuffs in case we need to put somebody into handcuffs. Louis, age 12, asks whether you have ever had a gun pointed at you and what do you think about police carrying guns? So I'm glad to say that I personally have not had a gun pointed at me. 
That's a pretty rare occurrence in London, actually, for anybody to have a gun pointed at them, or indeed a police officer to have a gun pointed at them. I have met many people um, who've been carrying weapons, and indeed I've been threatened with knives before, but never a gun. Only a small proportion of the police carry guns, uh, and they carry guns to protect the public. Sadly, there are some people um, who use firearms or other weapons criminally to threaten people, to seriously hurt and injure people. And we need officers with guns to be able to protect uh, the public. We also have a role as in protecting, for example, Her Majesty the Queen and members of the government. So you'll see rarely, but in some places, you will see officers standing on the street uh, or at an airport, for example, with, with a gun. I'm very proud of the fact that in this country, for a number of reasons, the proportion of our officers who carry guns is very low. In most countries in the world, every single police officer would have a firearm. That's not the case here. And I think that's a very good thing. And the officers we do have, very highly trained and very restrained. They're very, very capable at what they do. And they can, in the worst of times, keep us safe. I sometimes see police officers outside schools at the start and at the end of the day. Why is that? Yeah, we do have officers at the start and the end of the day, often near schools. And the idea for us here is that that's an important time where we can really help keep you safe. It's also a good moment for the police officers to to meet children and for children to meet police officers. And I want young people to grow up trusting their police and knowing that, you know, if you're in trouble, you go to the police. And it's important that even though we wear a uniform, children can see that we are human beings and that we are interested in them. And we want you to know that if you're worried, you should speak to a police officer. There has been a lot in the news about girls in schools being treated very badly by boys. This makes me very worried. What advice do you have for girls keeping safe? Well, I'm sorry you're worried about it. And we all wish that this didn't happen. Again, I don't want people to think that this is an inevitable thing or likely to happen, but it can happen that a girl might be treated badly by a a boy within school. And it's something that schools take very seriously, I know. My advice would be make sure that you surround yourself with positive influences, with good people that you trust, your parents, your friends, your siblings somebody that you can go to if you're feeling worried or or concerned. Secondly, I'd say always make sure that people know where you are at all times. Thirdly, be aware that sadly not everybody's intentions are exactly as they seem. Sometimes people will try to befriend you or pretend that they are your friend when they're not. And if something doesn't feel right, then tell somebody you trust and and tell them why you think this is odd and and I would say to children who do have a phone or are on social media you know only ever respond if you genuinely know the person who's contacting you if you don't no matter how nice they may seem tell someone you trust and show them the content because you know it may not be a, a friend somebody who actually wants to be friendly I have a question from Ella and she asks Why do police use animals in their work like dogs and horses and how do they train them? 
I'm very proud of our dogs and our horses. If I start with the dogs, we have about um, 200 police dogs uh, and puppies in training. We have German Shepherds, we have Spaniels, we have Labradors, and we have a breed called Belgian Malinois. It takes us about 18 months to train a, a, a puppy to be ready to help the police. They live with their handler, the police officer who, who works with them. So they live at home with them. And they're so clever and so helpful. So we use them you know, every day to protect people, to sometimes arrest um, suspects, somebody who's run away from a burglary or a robbery, the dog will find them. They can find weapons, they can find blood, they can find cash, drugs, they can find even now little digital devices so they can help us find really, really important evidence and, and, and keep people safe. And the great thing is that we're still, I think, learning more about how the dogs can, can help us. They're all the sort of breeds that like finding things. They, you know, they, they love their work. If you see them at work, they're so happy. We also have one other dog who is a Labrador called Dexter. He's our first welfare dog. And he goes into teams that have perhaps had a really difficult experience or have been working incredibly hard over a long time. I'll turn quickly to our horses who are also brilliant and we have our horses out every day on the streets and in the sort of open areas of London. Officers patrol on the horses in areas of high crime and sometimes you'll see an officer on a horse dealing with an accident or arresting somebody even. It's a great way to speak to people as well, meet the public, engage with people and we use them at in big crowd events like football matches or the Notting Hill Carnival. You know, because they're high up, people can see them. There's the police, and also the police officer can see the crowd and see what is see what's happening. And again, people love seeing the love seeing the, the, the horses out on the streets. I'd like to ask you a question that we ask all of our other guests. What were you like at ten? And how did you end up being the commissioner of the Metropolitan Police? Well, I think I was I think I was quite shy, actually, and I don't think of myself as shy now, but I was, I was quite shy. I was very happy. I had lots of friends. I enjoyed school at that point. I liked playing and playing sports. I was always outside, and in the holidays, I was swimming and, again, playing tennis and running around the fields as much as I could. I was, I was an active child, I think. I was not brilliant at school. <laughs> I think I worked reasonably hard, but I wasn't that great, really. But I enjoyed it. And I had, I do remember I had very untidy hair. <laughs> I think I was quite an untidy child. That's what I remember. Now I have to try and be tidy. Now I'm wearing uniform. How did I end up? Well, it's a long story, as they say. I'm sure I've surprised lots of people. Sometimes I was quite naughty when I was young. Not criminally naughty, but I was quite naughty. And I've would say three things about why I've ended up as commissioner. The first is I was um, lucky enough to be brought up school and home with people who kind of gave me lots of love and confidence and a sense that I could do whatever I wanted to do and including whatever the boys did, I could do. And then secondly, I found a job that I really loved and I've been very happy in it. And then thirdly, I've worked quite hard along the way. 
but that's been easy because because I've enjoyed it. So for me, coming to work is 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 just pleasure, really. And that's always been the case, almost all the time. Cressida, thank you so much for talking to us today about the work of the police and how they keep people safe and how they help children. Do you have any final words of advice for children to keep themselves safe? I do, yes. I mean, I th- the first thing I'd like to say is is for children, do do follow the advice of parents and teachers and adults that that are in your life that you trust. If you're not happy about an approach or a request from somebody and you don't feel confident to challenge it at the time, then speak to somebody else as quickly as possible. If you are worried, don't be afraid to speak out. It's very important. And then, you know, don't, don't be too frightened, but be sensible. And as far as the police go when you see a police officer on the street or outside your school gates you know that's your friend and that's somebody that you can chat to and talk to and it's also somebody that if if you're concerned about something you should also feel you can you can ask them about it so if you're worried look for help including from the police we have a phrase in policing which is be alert don't be alarmed <laughs> Well, Alba, what do you think about what Cressida told us? I think that it is very important that you remember that police are your friends and their main job is to help keep us safe. You have to remember that they go around keeping the streets safe for our good and although they wear uniforms, they are still human beings and they care about us. If children get involved in crimes, the police are keen to look at all the circumstances to see if children have been bullied into it by others. Cressida also said that we should not be afraid to speak up if we are not comfortable with a situation that you find yourself in. Be alert, but don't be alarmed. The dogs are specially trained and are cared for by the handlers, the police officers who train them, and they live at the police officers' homes. It's very important that children know that adults must care for them. Remember, if you have any worries, talk to an adult you trust. Tell them how you feel. This includes your teachers at schools, as they are there to look after you too. So tell them that you need to talk to them. You can find more information on Kids Law Info website. Keep your questions coming in. Please subscribe, rate and share with your friends. See you soon in the next episode. Bye. Bye.